Hey guys, and welcome to episode 9 of The Last Line. Hey Patrick. Hi Bonnie, uh, and hello everybody. Uh, we have another episode, and uh, today today we, we recorded a great interview with uh, Stefano Durante, or um, Bonnie's classmate. And my uh-huh. former teammate from AIC, and I, I think it was it was awesome. What, what did you think about the interview? I thought it was really good. I loved it, and I I just think he, yeah, he's just such a nice guy. <laughs> I just love to hear what he had to say. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So you you will you will hear that uh, later on in this episode. And uh, Bunny, what what's up what's up with you? What's up? What, what's new? What's new with beauty counter? What's new with school? How is the school work so far? Um, so, so far, like, there's not, I don't have too much homework going on, not too much schoolwork. Everything's kind of, like, calm right now. Um, but yeah, AIC, it just seems a little bit, like, I don't know, it's just, like, a lot of free time. And it's just, yeah, I don't really know what to do with myself all the time, so it gets a little bit boring around here. But I know that once softball starts up and once we get more, I'll get more, I'll, I'll get more homework and stuff, I'll have a lot more stuff to, like, be doing. So, I'll be busier. Right now, it's just a little bit boring at school. Yeah, so. the first two weeks always are like no home, not that much homework. So, so it's a little bit, uh, a little bit more chill. Yeah. 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 Uh, myself, myself, yeah. I played um, two games last week. It uh, didn't go very well. We tied one, we lost the other one. So now I. I rested Saturday, Sunday, and I'm I'm looking forward actually for the new week. The ring. You had you had a really fun day yesterday, right? Oh, yesterday! Yesterday I went to play uh, on golf on the, just on the driving yeah. range. And you had to practice I, your yeah. Then what I got it? some sushi. Yeah. <laughs> you have to practice your golf skills for when you go pro, because all those pro hockey players on the weekends they love to go play golf and they like to, to hang out with their friends. So you have to. Yeah. Good at golf. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually getting better and better. So that's fun. Yeah. So we we will we will see how this uh, how this hobby continues for me. Wait, and Martin is a lefty too, so you were able to use the lefty. No, he he's righty. Okay. So we had to we have to we had to we have to borrow lefty clubs. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So nothing really big new with us. Um. So. We can get right into the interview now. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy it. Here's Stefano. Yeah, enjoy. Today's guest is another fierce competitor. Being Canadian, he proudly claims that he is coming from the better part of uh, the North America. This kid <laughs> won a Canadian Junior Championship as well as the Atlantic Hockey Ch- Championship with AIC Hockey. He also holds several several goalie records with uh, AIC, and uh, he's our very good friend. Uh, welcome to the Last Line podcast, uh, Stefano Durante. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being here. This is really exciting. It's our first live guest that we have in person. Oh, now that we're at AIC, actually, yeah, yeah. Who who was before uh, Cassandra? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Cassandra. Yeah, we had Rock. Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Stefano is another of those guests who invited himself to the podcast, basically. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, Toby did. Toby no. requested oh. me. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, no. so we, we have been a fan request. We have a fan request. Yeah. So what have you been up to here? Um, not much. Just uh, working out and um, just trying to work on myself a bit because we have so much time uh, to ourselves and trying to get a little bit of a head in mm -hmm. school till uh, hockey starts up again. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick, it's been very boring yeah, so... here. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, so... Like, uh, just to introduce uh, Stefano for our listeners, he's uh, coming from Toronto and he is uh, currently a senior on uh, AIC hockey team. He has a brother who is also a goalie and he also goes, uh, goes to school in the United States, right, Stefano? Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, Stefano is a, as I said in the introduction, he's a fierce competitor. So that's uh, that's why we got him here. <laughs> so uh, when when did you get to back to back to the states, Stefano? Um, I think it was. I think it's been two weeks now. Um, yeah. A little different coming in this time. Just you know, like not being able to see all the guys right away and. Um, having to wear masks everywhere. It's, uh, it's definitely a different experience this year for my senior year, but um, I guess it'll do with the circumstances we have right now in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. how, how, did, how did you get to school? I flew here because um, my parents usually do bring me, but um, they can't cross the border right now because it's closed. So yeah, I had to fly to Boston. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like really crazy here, but um, like, it's just good that so far everyone's been staying safe at AIC because it's like a small school. Right. And uh, what, about um, your, what, what about your brother? Uh, is he back in school? Or? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been back at school now for, I think, like four weeks because he had to go there and quarantine for two weeks. But mm -hmm. um, no, he's liking it. Like, they have zero cases in, in that, part of the, part of that part of the country. So um, he's happy to be back with all his boys and – they don't start till January though, so they're in a little different situation than we are. Uh, okay, and uh, what's the what's the what's the plan right now for the Atlantic Hockey? Like, is the league supposed to start uh, as as usual or no? Uh, not as usual. Um, I think they were trying to do that, but just the way like uh, phases are working, where you can't start working out in the gym or start skating as a team till September fourteenth. I think it is. So I think the um, what we're gonna do, I think we're gonna start at Thanksgiving and uh, start playing games then, and hopefully try and get a full season in before the end of February or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's different uh, different schedule because I remember like every Thanksgiving, like the season already started. You know, like you have you have like those ten games under your belt, so it's pretty much like the the season is up and running and. You already are like, just you. You can't do much with your with yourself at that point. So now you have mm -hmm. a kind of longer period to to prepare yourself for the season. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, what, what do you we, want to say? Um, about? I wanted to talk a little bit about like Durante's life in Canada and um, like his hockey development of how he ended up here at AIC. Yeah, so um, but, uh, t t take it from the beginning. How how you became uh, as a goalie, and uh, how did you decide with your brother? Like whether it was the same situation, same motivation to become a goalie, or like what was the story behind it? Yeah, so like 
you know, growing up in Canada, like, you're pretty much put on a pair of skates before you can walk. It's just the way it is. Um, no, I think I started skating when I was about three years old. And um, my dad, my dad grew up playing hockey and I kind of followed in his fo footsteps. He, uh, he was a goalie. And I think that's what kind of led me to becoming a goalie. I started goalie when I was like seven years old playing uh, AAA hockey all the way up to, um, to like my OHL draft year. Didn't get drafted, but uh, eventually got a shot with uh, the Cobra Cougars in the OJHL to, uh, to play there for three years. And I think that was a big growing point for myself just because um, uh, they taught me so many things like valuable lessons on the ice, but also off the ice and becoming a good person and uh, a good person in like the community as well. Um, no, my, my last year there in uh, Coburg, we did win the, the RBC cup, the national championship. And um, that was an unbelievable experience. Just being in front of our home fans to do it as well was, was crazy. And um, having all my family there as well. And then, I got to commit here to AIC right after that, right after that tournament. And so far it's been uh, unbelievable. I've met so many people and so many friends, so many teammates uh, who've taught me so many things. And um, we've won championships here and kind of brought this program from, to not really a well-recognized hockey program to becoming one of the top 20 in the country, I would say. Mm. Um, no, but my brother and I, I kind of started goalie before him. He, um, he always wanted to be a player. His favorite person was Matt Sundin. And um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, my dad would bring me to the basement, shoot tennis balls at me, shoot pucks at me and said, yeah, he can be a goalie. He doesn't flinch to my mom. My mom was kind of <laughs> worried about that because she didn't really grow up watching hockey or anything. So it was all new to her. and. I think once my brother saw me playing goalie at a, at a competitive level, he kind of switched over and he fell in love with it at the same time. And I think we're both the same competitors in a way where we, we want to win. And when we're on the ice together, it's, it's kind of crazy the way we battle each other. Hey, I would, I would say you guys are practically uh, twins. How, how long apart uh, you, you are born? Yeah, we're two years apart, and I we're as close as like any sibling can be. Like we're like I consider him my best friend, and he uh, like he pushes me in the summer to be better, and I do the same for him. So it's, uh, it's yeah, definitely I, a I, relationship I, we have. I I, th I think that's that's really good. That's a that's a big um, big big advantage for for you as a as a goalie and as a person that. Uh, you have this this uh, this competition, this challenge uh, right next to you since since you were a young young person. Yeah. And uh, like you you mentioned that you you grew as a person when you played for uh, for Coburg. Uh, that's a, that's a junior A or ju junior B? Do you call it in in Canada? That's that's junior A. Yeah. Junior A. So it's like this is the second second tier in Canada after the major juniors. Right. So pretty, pretty big level, mm -hmm. like of, of of hockey, pretty high level, and uh, you also won the like the community award. So, like, I don't know what year was it, but I I, I remember like hearing it about you. 
can can you mention like a couple of things which you did when you were a member of the of the community over there? And I know that you also have a still a really good ties with with people there. And uh, just if you would mention like some some activities you, which you enjoy doing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Coburg's a really small town. It's about an hour and a half away from from my hometown, but um, it's such a community driven town where everybody kind of knows everybody in a way. And if um, like you do the little things right, people will notice. I would say, but being with the Cobra Cougars, they're a, they're a team that generally like to have their players out in the community and, and trying to get them well established within that community. But um, they kind of taught me the way to be a good person off the ice. A few things I did were just like helping. Um, I started a little campaign called Stops for a Cure, which every like stop I made in, in October – I would donate, I think it was like 25 cents or something to for every shot I stopped. And then for every shutout, I would donate like 10 bucks. And for every win, I would donate five bucks. And I think we got the community around that. And I think we donated over like $500 each October to cancer research in Canada. Um, my aunt sadly passed away from cancer. So I really wanted to do something in her name. Um, I think just overall, just trying to be a good person in the community and um, trying to help out, uh, the kids under us and trying to get them to a level where like we were at in Coburg and, um, trying to help them realize their dreams that one day they, they could play for the Coburg Cougars because growing up, that's the thing there. Like everybody wants to play for Coburg. It's the, it's the talk of the town on a Monday night when home games are and the whole town shows up. So it's, uh, it was definitely a unique experience for me and, um, the people I've met there. And now my billet family that's still there, I consider them like one of my closest uh, family and I love them to death. Yeah, that, that's awesome that you had uh, this, this great experience and I definitely can see how, how it shaped you as a person and uh, it, it taught you those, those values which uh, will, will drive you in your future life and which drives you like currently in, uh, in college. That's, that, that's great. So, yeah, and uh, like we, we we can say we can give a shout out to your brother as well because we mentioned mm-hmm. mentioned him. Uh, he Luca plays. Uh, what was the name of the school? I uh, played at Sunny Cortland Division Three. Yeah, Division Three. And last year, how how was his season last year? Uh they they didn't make the playoffs, but as a freshman, he got some he got some quality playing time and. Um, you know, that jump from junior to college is a little different for, for everybody, right? Um, I think he handled it really well. And he played some top 20 teams and got some big wins for Cortland. So uh, he's going in this year with the mindset to, to be a starting goalie and uh, help bring that team to, to like a place like we are, right? Um, they have a good team this year, I think. And I think uh, if they like really like settle down and take a good approach to it, they can they can be a top like five team in their conference. Yeah, that that, that, that that's great. Uh, so shout out to Luca Duranti mm-hmm. and uh, Bonnie. Bonnie, you, you had you had a big question about about hockey for Steph Stephanasty. 
Yeah, well, this is sort of random, but my big question is that I noticed whenever I'm at the games, you're very, like, you seem very superstitious with, um, well, I think all goalies kind of are, but you have, like, a specific routine that you do, like, after, like, say that someone scores on you, which doesn't, I don't know if that happens, but, um, like, you always, like, seem like you do, like, you, like, squirt the water up and you do different mm -hmm. things, so I want to hear, like, what's your pregame routine that you do, like, before every game? And then some like specific things that you do like on the ice to like reset yourself or like things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was always grew up pretty superstitious. Yeah. Um, my mom hates that about me because mm -hmm. everything has to be a certain order. But um, no, there's like little things that I'll do like before a game. I've kind of toned it down over the years. It's mostly like getting up and doing the same stretching routine, uh, listening to the same music before every game, which is usually like a mixture of some good country and Mike Stud. Um, do you do actually listen uh, to the same songs every day? Yeah, like it's the same songs in order. Oh my God. Do you have a playlist? I do, yeah. Like that playlist, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I've been listening to the same one, I think, since like junior hockey. It hasn't changed. Oh God. <laughs> um, no, like I'll I'll like have my coffee at the same time each morning. I gotta like call my call my brother, my parents, and then my girlfriend all in order at like the same time usually. And I know it drives them all nuts. <laughs> uh, if we have a one o'clock game, I'll get up at like six o'clock to be able to get my whole routine in. But no, I know, like, those things don't really matter when it comes to, like, your on-ice performance, but I think it's just the little things in my head to to be able to get myself mentally ready is why I do them. And then when I get to the rink, it's mostly just taping my stick the same way, um, again, listening to the same music, um, doing, like, my same, like, tennis ball routine to get my eyes and head ready. And I know Patrick's seen me in the dressing room. I do a pretty few weird things like visualization stuff where my hands are moving and it, it, <laughs> look, it looks crazy the first time you see it but uh just for my mental my mental mind I think it helps and then on the ice it's a lot of like water bottle spraying and yeah. um I learned that from actually Brayden Hope who plays in the NHL he squirts a water bottle up in the air and then watches the the droplets yeah. come down to keep your eyes just involved and mm -hmm your head into the game so um yeah and just probably just like I like to like have fun on the ice you probably noticed that before like I'm always singing in between the whistles and stuff it's just to keep me calm and keep me having fun like I mean I've always like texted my mom before the game and she always makes sure just tell me to have fun because when I'm like kind of stressed up or like tensed up a bit I tend to um like over attack things or uh, not play as well yeah. so I'm always just trying to like do the little things to have fun and mm -hmm. keep my mind happy during a game yeah that's good because the goal yeah I think so much pressure I can never be a goalie it's hard to stay calm but, yeah. oh yeah it's it's yeah it's definitely more pressure than uh, mm -hmm. as a player because you are there the whole game and you do you do a mistake and nobody fixes it for you usually yeah. you know Unless I am there and uh, I'm on the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick saved me a few times last no, year. I, uh, uh, j just kidding, but the routines are really good just to 
just to reassure you that you are on the right track uh, towards your goal, you know. So right. if you have something which uh, prepared you before for success, why not do it again and again, like when it worked in the past? So I agree with that. I have uh, some routines too. And currently I'm trying to work work some of those. I, I'm very like game day person. So I have those routines on the game day. But I, I would like to work them into my uh, normal schedule during the week as well. Because I think it can help me to be a better practice player. And uh, it can support my development as well. I also read a book about uh, Niklas Lidstrom, like who is a hockey player, former hockey player for uh, Red Wings, and like one of the best players to ever play the game. And uh, he he did every day the same the same stuff, the same routines. So I try to to follow this. Like, however, and I know Bonnie, like she she likes her routines during the day as well. And it doesn't even have to be about her, her sport. But uh, in general, like in school or in in her business, so now we we can mention uh, the beauty counter. Why? Again? Yeah. We, we, why? Why not? Uh, it's, it's That's so random. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's time for it's time for a little commercial. A commercial? You didn't make it into a joke. If anyone needs any safe, clean beauty products, <laughs> check out my link on my Instagram bio. That's funny. Yeah, no, we're not making Bonnie, that. We're not doing that. Bonnie 20 promo code. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe up. Oh, my God. Swipe, Swipe up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about the routines. Uh, what, what is your... Uh, so, how many goalies do you have right now at on campus? Uh, we're going to have four this year. Four? Yeah. So, it's it's you... Jared Fisk. Uh, yeah. And uh, two freshmen. Uh, freshman and then a transfer from Providence. Oh, oh is he is he already there? Uh, he's not here yet. I think he's coming. Uh, at the end of the week. Oh, so some some uh, some fresh competition for you, but I know I know that you are from the other goalie. Right, he's from uh, Michigan. Oh. Yeah, but I, I I know that you like it. It's uh, it never hurts. The competition never hurts. No, it's good to have, um, especially in my position as a goalie. Um, I think like the last three years, like battling with Skog every day of practice, really made me a a better goalie. Like he's a he's a fierce competitor as well, and we would have some good battles on the ice. And I think it both made both of us better, and like I think it made our team better as well. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely witnessed it during the past uh, three years, like uh, shooting on you guys every every day. Uh, hey, and how how is the team? How many times did you did, did you hang out with the boys and did you meet all the freshmen? And uh, how how is the atmosphere like around the uh, around the campus? Yeah, just the way the campus is right now. Like we haven't really been able to hang out as a full team. Uh, just because of COVID rules and uh, trying to get us back to playing as quick as possible, but no, I, I met the I met all the freshmen. And, um, they're they're really great guys and, and they're really good players too. So I think they'll they'll bring a lot to our team. But overall, like 
we've been kind of hanging out in like smaller groups, like playing spike ball or just trying to get outside as much as possible just because we, uh, we can't skate yet as a team or we can't really work out as a team either. Just the only thing that is open is a track right now, mm-hmm. but uh, we're doing, we're, tr- we're doing little things to try and get us as close as we can. Cause I know like in past years, we've done so many things as a team during this time that like helps us, helps us kind of bond a little more together. Yeah, and uh, w- w- when when is the date uh, when you guys should should practice together? Uh, September 14th? I think it's September 14th, but I think when we go on the ice, we still have to be in smaller groups. Probably yeah. like one group in one zone, another group in the other zone. Kind of like oh. what, like I saw Mercyhurst, and I think they have like five guys on the ice at once, and that's it. That's crazy. Okay. Like for softball, we haven't even found out when we're practicing yet. But um, like I think that there's something where we have to like sign up for a time with our coach, which is really weird. Like, or I don't even know what we're gonna do. But it's just weird not knowing because I'm just we're taking online class, and so it's frustrating not knowing like when we're gonna start because like most of us came here for sports pretty much because online classes. So it's like just a little waiting game here. Hopefully we can start when we all like when they say September yeah. 14th or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Stefano, how how is the, how is the DC? <laughs> it's uh it's weird again. Like everything else, like you you can't really sit inside. You have to bring your food outside, and uh, like that whole experience where we would just sit in there the whole hockey team on like a Sunday. Um, is not there anymore because you have to sit in groups of four outside or we don't, we don't want the whole team going there at once because it'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. But the food's been, it's been all right. And, um, you know, the staff, Aye, but you, 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 you can, you can be honest here. You can be honest. <laughs> no, have, I, you been, have you been already cursing at the food at the DC staff? No, no, it's actually been probably, pretty good. Probably once or twice. But they have, uh, like, they, like, DC staff, like, this year has a lot more, like, to do just with, they have to bag the food now. So, like, you know, you kind of have a little more patience with them just because they're they're doing so much. And there's only a few of them because of just COVID rules and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah but we will and see, we will see in a- we will see in October when they are patient. It hasn't been that bad, but for me, it's been an adjustment because I was eating really healthy in the summer. So I get like stomach aches sometimes from the DC, but it's not that bad. Um, but yeah. also the other thing is, is people could like sit outside of the DC more, but it's a little bit frustrating because we're all in our dorms all day. And then a lot of people just take their food to go. Like they'll just go back to the dorms, so it's not as social as it used to be. So it's a little different. I don't know. Hey, yeah. and uh, what, did you bring some uh, Tim Hortons coffee? Of course I did. It's the only, yeah, thing, it's the only thing that gets me through my mornings. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what what do you have? You have the you have the you have the pods. Yeah, or, yeah, the Kirk the Kirk pods. The Kirk pods. Yeah, nice. And um, who do you live with? Do you live with Toby? Yeah, this year I'm living with uh, Toby and Oscar Schaumberg again, but I also have Jared Fisk in there too. <laughs> oh, he's there, but he's a he's a good guy. That's good. Yeah, he's no, we crazy. have a, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> we we have a good mix okay. of guys uh, in that room. Like the the characters, unbelievable, and 
we have a lot of fun too, just being like roommates and those guys are they're unbelievable hey, people but and humans as well. What watch out for Toby. Watch out for Toby. He, he, he he's, I know that he's already stealing some of that coffee from you. Yeah, yeah he's stealing my food too. He's he just stealing, wants to eat all he's day. He's stealing my bike, he's stealing <laughs> everything. He's finessing all the time here in Springfield. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't mind to buy a car on my bike. But he's walking around shirtless all the time. Yeah, he's got to put a shirt on at some point. Yeah. yeah. Did he get fined? Did he get fined already? For no, we shirt? haven't. We haven't been able to have court. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but like at least in the group chat. Yeah. I bet. I bet if Piker would be there, like he would already yell at him. Piker and Yannis. It's good if he's confident. It's just sometimes I think the local people, like he said, that the local people were like yelling at him and stuff, or like talking to him. So, whatever. If he's comfortable, that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Should we get into the yeah. quick hitters or is it too soon? Oh, I think I think we can uh, get to the quick hitters if, if, you, if, you, have, uh, if you don't have, have any, any questions. No, I don't, have, I don't have any more questions, but I have them written down here. My little notebook. Yeah. The quick yeah, maybe after the quick hitters we can we I, we can follow up on the on the on the Stefano's responses. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna ask you yeah. five questions here. You're gonna have to answer them as fast as you can, or yeah. you can say pass, but I don't think that hard. Favorite movie. Miracle. Um. Favorite Disney character. Stitch. Um. Favorite band slash artist. Oh, George Strader, Kitmore. Favorite food. Uh, my mom's veal. Biggest role model. Uh, my dad, and and uh, my, both my parents actually. Good. Nice. Okay, so that's and, all of And uh, and Curtis Joseph. And Curtis Joseph, but my parents are biggest my biggest role models. They've done so much for me, and they're the biggest reason I'm I'm here, mm-hmm. and uh, being able to play Division One college hockey. And in terms of in terms of playing, like who who is your biggest role model? Is it is it is it Joseph or like you? Did you have some other goalie when you were growing up? Yeah, it was a bit of a mixture. Like Curtis Joseph, like he he was in Toronto when I started like liking hockey and uh, watching the Leafs on TV. So I, I loved him and his like competitive attitude. But growing up, it was a little bit of like Jonathan Quick and. Um, Tim Thomas and now a guy like Braden Holpe. I just try and like mold my styles around them because they all got a little bit different thing that you can bring to to your own game, right? But yeah, like but also, ul- like, ultim- ultimately you want to be Stefano Durante, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, just just trying to bring the bring the best from the best to our, to, to your game. And uh, we we mentioned uh, the favorite Disney character, which is uh, Stitch. Stitch. Do you have do you, do you have Stitch. Stitch on your yeah. helmet? Do you have do you have him on your helmet this year? Yeah, yeah, I've had him on my helmet ever since I was fifteen years old, I think. Wow. Yeah. And like, what's the deal with Stitch? Why are you so obsessed? Why do you like Stitch so much? Uh he's just my favorite character, and um, I always just like. My grandpa passed away when I was at a young age, and like he reminds me of my grandpa, like silly, but like he had that look on his face, like he was like mean kind of a bit, but like on the inside, like he was 
unbelievable person from what my dad talks about and like from what I remember when I was younger. Awesome. Yeah, that that's great. Hey Stefano, thank you thank you for your time uh, this this more this Sunday morning. Yeah, no hope problem. you have a hope you have a great day and a great week. And uh, I hope that our listeners like this episode. We we had some insights towards your life and uh, to about the the life at AIC in the quarantine. And uh, thank you, thank you again. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. That was really fun. <laughs> thank you for having me, guys. Good luck to you both of you in your season.